Your miracle is on the way today. Truly, your miracle is on the way. I'm going to minister on Lord. I need a miracle today. And today, I pray the Lord will touch you, heal you, deliver you, and meet that need in your life. In Jesus' name. Thank you this amazing, wonderful Monday for joining me. So today and tomorrow, I'll be ministering on, Lord, I need a miracle. And so let's pray. Wonderful Lord, we come in Jesus' dearest, wonderful name. And Lord, I pray today you'll touch us, that your wonderful presence will be so real, so wonderful. Touch your people today, Lord, with your wonderful word and bless them. Meet every need, whether it's spiritual or emotional or physical. In Jesus' wonderful name. And God, people said, Amen and Amen. So, God Almighty has promised to heal us. As I begin today, I want to talk to you about how did sickness enter the human race first? And how to get to the place that healing and health can be ours continually in life? Because it is in, the, in God's Word. It's in the Bible. So let's look at Romans 5.12 to begin to understand how sickness came into the world. It says in Romans 5.12, Wherefore, as by one man sin, sin came into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. So we do know from the word of God that sickness came as a result of the fall of man. Now, we have to also look at Micah chapter 6, Micah chapter 6 and verse 13. And I know most of you knew that anyways, but I think it's good to understand it one more time. Micah 6, 13 says, Therefore also will I make thee sick in smiting thee, in making thee desolate because of thy sins. Now that does not mean that sickness comes because someone has sinned. It simply means that sickness is the result of the sin of Adam, the fall of man. But the Lord Jesus came to take away our sin and take away our disease. It's still good to be reminded because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When someone is sick, they need to be told again, healing is available today because the Word of God promises healing for you today. I'm talking to someone who needs a healing today. You need a miracle today. Maybe the doctors have said something to you you did not want to hear. God Almighty is telling you he's about to change that report and give you his blessed promise and will heal you as he promised. That is his word, precious people. I've seen more people healed than probably most people alive since I began ministering as a healing evangelist back in the 70s. 
and I'm here to tell you again, nothing is impossible with God. Nothing whatsoever. All we have to do is obey his blessed word, and it's so simple to obey his wonderful word. So, Isaiah 53, a very familiar portion of scripture that I believe must be repeated over and over and over and over again because we have to really grasp it. Surely, surely, achen is the Hebrew word. No question about it. Definitely, he hath borne our griefs. And that word grief is our sickness. It's the Hebrew choli. And carried our pain, makob, our pain. Here it says sorrows. Carried our pain. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. Surely he hath borne our diseases. Carried our pain. Now that's the word of God. So Jesus took all our sin and forgave our sin. Jesus took all our sickness and removed our sickness. The word of God is very clear. We need to look to the blood. Now, this week I'll be teaching on the blood, so make sure to follow. Wednesday, Thursday, a powerful teaching on the glorious power of the blood of Jesus. I feel the anointing just mentioning it. Because what we have to understand is the power of the atonement. Job 33, 24 and 25 declares, Then he is gracious unto him and saith, Deliver him from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom. I have found an atonement. That's the word in Hebrew. His flesh shall be fresher than a child's. His flesh will be young like a child. He shall return to the days of his youth. God Almighty has given us the answer. It's the cross. When you take communion, healing is a normal thing to happen. But people, when they partake of communion, they don't discern the power of the body of Jesus and the blood. For this reason, we read in Corinthians, many are asleep, many have gotten sick, and many have died. So the answer is quite simple. We look to the cross of Jesus. We look to the work of the cross to be healed and stay healed. Today, I will be praying with you. Absolutely, I will. And tomorrow, I'm going to pray and believe God to heal you. Because I believe today and tomorrow, we are going to see miracles in your body, miracles in your home, miracles in your life. All we have to do is simply receive. Just think about how simple that is. Just simply receive. You know, forgiveness is easy. And healing is just as easy as forgiveness. In Isaiah chapter 33 and verse 24, we read this beautiful promise. And the inhabitants shall not say, I am sick. 
the people that dwell therein shall be forgiven their iniquity. How beautiful. And Jesus always forgave and healed at the same time, just like this promise in Isaiah says. The, the inhabitant will not say, I'm sick. Why? Because the people that dwell therein shall be forgiven their iniquities. The minute God forgives you, it is your right to receive your healing. Healing is for today because there's no such thing as a day of miracles. There is a God of miracles. He never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And God's people said, Amen and Amen. I am believing with you today. You that are listening, you that are watching, God will heal you. Now, Jesus said in Mark 2, verse 9, Whether is it easier to say to the sick of the palsy, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise, take up thy bed and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise, take up thy bed, and go thy way into your house, and immediately he arose, took up his bed, went forth before them all, insomuch they were all amazed, and glorified God, saying, We have never seen it like this. Hallelujah. Now, John, the Gospel of John, I'm giving you these scriptures to lift your faith. Even though you know this, faith comes by hearing, especially when sickness strikes, we need to hear it all over again so our faith will rise. John 5, 14. Afterward, Jesus findeth him in the temple and said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon thee. Why do people lose their healing? Because they go back into their sin. They go back into their old life. They lose their healing. But the covenant is clear. God wants to heal you and keep you healed. And children of the covenant, healing is your right. Healing is your right. But you have to keep it by living a clean life before the Lord. A strong Christian life will keep you healed and strong. No matter what comes our way, God will heal us every single time. Every single time. In 1 Peter 2.24, again, all these are very familiar scriptures, but I think it's important because you know what? A lot of people sadly don't hear about this anymore in the church that God will heal them. So it says in first in first Peter two twenty-four, who his own self bear our sins in his own body. Thank you, Jesus. On the tree, on the cross, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. You see how the Bible ties forgiveness and healing together, all the work of the cross. The cross has two sides, the front of the cross, the back of the cross. The front of the cross, salvation, the back of the cross, healing. Let's not accept only 50% of what God has promised us. He wants you whole. He wants you healed. He wants you to stay healed and whole. 
Now, I want you to claim Nahum chapter 1, verse 9. Most people don't even know this is in the Bible. But Nahum 1, verse 9 is a powerful promise that the sickness will not come back. So it says, what do you imagine against the Lord? He will make an utter end. Affliction shall not rise up the second time. Would you lift your hands and say, affliction will not rise up the second time in my life? One more time. Affliction will not rise up again in my life. And since affliction does not rise up the second time, it won't arise again or again or again once we take hold of the promise. Once we live the Christian life, looking to the cross of Jesus, thanking him for his blessed, blessed suffering on the cross, his work on the cross for us, thanking him for taking our sins on the cross, our sickness on the cross. And when we do that, I promise you he'll touch us. You know, he says he's touched with the feelings of our infirmities because he loves us. And yes, he remembers we are dust. He knows our frame. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from destruction. Crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercy. Satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. That's his promise. That's his promise. I'm talking to someone who needs to hear the promise. We need health and healing. Sickness is limited death. Healing is unlimited life. And I'm talking to people today. God will extend your life. I'm going to believe with you today for the Lord to extend your life. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. That's the promise of God to you. And the Bible says in Job chapter 5, this is one of my favorites, Job 5, 26, because nobody ought to die with cancer. Nobody ought to die with heart disease or any disease. Because it says in verse 26, Job chapter 5, Thou shalt come to thy grave in a full age, like as a shock of corn comes in in his season. It's not God's will for you to die with some disease. It's God's will for you to fulfill your destiny on earth and to go home when it's time to go home. Thou shalt come to thy grave in a full age, having lived a full life, like as a shock of corn comes in in his season. And how I love Psalm 90. Oh, the promises of God, so precious. They're yea and amen, and I want you today to take hold of it. I want you today to believe it. The days of our years are three years, 
threescore years and ten. And if by reason of strength they be fourscore years, yet is their strength, labor, and sorrow. It is soon cut off and we fly away. At least 70 to 80 years of health is what God promises. Think about that. And I love what it says in verse 12. Teach us, Lord, to number our days. Teach us to apply our hearts unto wisdom. Teach us how to live right. Give us a heart of wisdom, Lord, so we will not allow sin or the world around us. Deuteronomy 33:25. Oh, I pray you're writing all this down. These are healing promises. I love what it says, the second part. As thy days, so shall thy strength be. As your days, so will your strength be. No matter if you're 85 years old, up in your 80s, you'll have strength to do what God has called you to do. He'll renew your strength as you walk with him. And I'm going to advise you to begin taking communion at least once a week. You'll see how your health will turn around, become strong in the Lord. My father-in-law, Roy Harden, dying with cancer. They give up on him. Kidneys shut down. He looked pale, death itself on his face. He lost his hair because of chemotherapy. He began to take communion daily, not weekly, daily. His health came back. His color came back. His kidneys began to work. He lived an additional 10 years with health. The doctors were amazed. His doctor was an atheist. He said, I can't understand this. Because he was dying. Sue and I went to say goodbye for the last time. And then we, we, we saw a miracle when, when another preacher told him to start taking communion. And he did. And we saw the miracle with our own eyes. It was amazing. God will do the same for you. Or my dear friend Jan Crouch, how God healed her of cancer. Totally gone because of his wonderful promises. And others, I've known people, many people, healed by the power of God, lived a long life because the word of God is true. And communion, Roy and Jan took communion continually. Healing comes when we take communion. If I'm talking to someone who's sick, begin to take communion and relive Calvary. That's why Jesus said, do this. He didn't say, think this. As often as you do this, the Jewish people at Passover relive Passover by the food they eat. And we relive Calvary by communion as we partake communion. Health will come our way and stay in our life. Health and healing, it's in the atonement. I just gave you earlier from Job. I found him a ransom. I found the atonement. His flesh shall be fresher than a child's. In Psalm 104, we have something very beautiful and very powerful that 
want to I want to read for you. Psalm 104 verse 29 because I want you to see the promises of God. I want you to see God's promise. Thou hidest thy face, they're troubled. Thou takest away their breath, they die, return to the dust. In other words, God takes us home when it's time to go home. God does not kill his children with disease and sickness. He just simply takes them home. Psalm 90 verse 10 says they will fly away. So what do we do? All right, three simple things. It's all in the Bible. Number one, Second Timothy. Look at what it says in Second Timothy. No, no, there's no formulas. I'm not giving you formulas. I'm simply telling you what the Bible says about living right and receiving health. Number one, Second Timothy three five. It says we. It says we are to turn away from those who deny the power of God. You can't be healed if you have people around you who deny that God heals today. It says having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away. I've seen people die before their time because they had people around them who did not believe that God heals today. They deny the power of God. So it's time to turn away from those who deny the power of God. It says from such turn away. Number two. Number two, we have to ask in faith. So once that bad influence is out of your life with people, friends, whoever they are, a lady came to my early days meetings in Canada. She was dying with cancer. And the doctors could not find the, the cancer. Her health came back, her color came back, everything. Her healing went on for a long time. She went back to the church that she used to go to. And the pastor told her, it's all in your mind. He killed her faith. The cancer came back and she died. Because it's faith. Faith keeps us whole when we believe the word of God. It says when people deny the power of God, turn away from them. She did not do that, she went back to them. I learned many lessons about this in my lifetime. Number two, number two, when you pray, ask in faith, nothing wavering, it says in James 1.6. So we have to take the if out. We have to say, Lord, your word declares you're my healer. God never said if. He said, I am the Lord that healed thee. He didn't say if. He said, I am God. I will heal you. And all we have to do is believe his word. I mean, how simple is that? And thirdly, after we ask, turn your faith loose. I had a meeting one time in Orlando when I was pastor, and I taught on healing. And about a few Wednesdays. And then I said, this was on Wednesday night, then I said to the people, I said, when I pray now after I have given you the word, step out and receive, hundreds were healed. Hundreds were healed. Because they took a step of faith. In Acts 14, let's go to Acts 14 and look at verse 10 with me. Paul was preaching 
And there sat a man there whose faith was alive and lit up. And Paul saw his faith. He saw it on his eyes. And so it says the same, this is Acts 14, verse 9, the same heard Paul speak, who was beholding him steadfastly and perceiving, Paul perceiving he had faith to be healed. So here's a man at Lystra, crippled in his feet from his mother's womb, never walked. He's listening to Paul the apostle. And now Paul is looking at him like, you know, watching him. And when Paul perceived that he had faith to be healed, he said with a loud voice, stand upright on your feet. And he leaped and walked. We have to let our faith loose. I will never forget Sacramento, a lady on a stretcher. Steve Brock is now singing Precious Lamb of Glory. And the Lord said, go. And I jumped off the platform, <laughs> ran to where she was, and said, get up in Jesus. And she leaped, I mean, up in the air, healed completely, jumping everywhere. It was electric because I saw her faith. And now I'm believing God to heal you. Hallelujah. Lord, come on, people, let's believe God. Sweet saint of God, beloved of God, let's believe God right now for your strength. The song says, yes, you're the Lord that heals me. You sent your word and healed my disease, Lord. Now, Lord, in Jesus' name, your word declares you're our healer, our great physician. And now, Lord, I step into my office and I rebuke that sickness. I rebuke that disease, Lord, in your holy name. Not in my name, in your name, Jesus. I rebuke the disease. Bring healing. Bring health. Bring strength. Bring wholeness to that one calling on your name. Let your holy, mighty power flow through that body. In Jesus' name, Lord. Oh, in your holy name, Lord, I give you praise. I see someone with a heart problem getting healed. A skin condition is getting healed. Pain in your spine, somebody with pain in the back of the spine. Someone's arm, right arm, really, uh, you have some infection in there. Be healed in Jesus' name. No, no, don't wait for me to call out your healing. Just receive right now. Just say, dear Jesus, heal me. Dear Jesus, touch me. Dear Jesus, set me free. I have nowhere to look but to you, Lord. Nowhere to go but to you, Lord. You're my healer. You're my strength. You're my deliverer and redeemer. Touch your people now. Your holy name. Somebody's eyes are being healed. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord, thank you. Many of you feel a tremendous touch on you. Tremendous touch. Some of you feel like heat just went through your body. Be made whole in Jesus' name. Now, 
You know, as I'm praying for you, I'm sensing someone touch my, my shoulder right now. Jesus, I worship you. Thank you, Lord. There's a lot of healings happening. Receive. Receive. In Jesus' name. Wow. I'm amazed. I'm amazed. I just began to pray for you and I just felt someone touch my, the, the back of my shoulder here. And I believe it's for you that God wants to heal his people. Nothing to do with me. I give you praise, Lord. I worship you, Jesus. Bless your people, Lord, with your health and wholeness. In the name of Jesus, give you praise. Oh, forgive me, I'm just a little amazed. I just, it's not often I feel a touch on my, on my body like this. Oh. Thank you, Jesus, I worship you. Be made whole today, saints. He's there where you are too. He loves you dearly. No, nothing is impossible. Nothing is too difficult. You will be healed. Join me again tomorrow. I want to continue teaching tomorrow. I'm going to pray again tomorrow for you. That the Lord will heal you and set you free. Make you whole. Blessed be your name, wonderful Lord. It's time to give to the Lord work, saints. It's time to say thank you, Lord, I love you. It's time to honor him with our substance as he promised in his word. If we honor him, he'll bless us. Honor the Lord with your substance and the first fruits of all your increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty. Thy presses will burst out with new wine. I give you praise, Jesus. Do it now, saints, do it now. Wow. I just sense to do something. I'm gonna just take a few more minutes. Chad, come here, quick. I wanna pray for you with Chad. Can you kneel here? Let's believe God. Lord, save the loved ones. Save their loved ones. For your name's sake, save loved ones every one of them let it be this year Lord this year your child is also praying for his loved ones to be born again me too I have loved ones who need Jesus need salvation Lord bring them into the kingdom this year I pray Set them free from their bondage. Remove the darkness and the scares of their eyes. Let your light shine in their hearts. As Paul said, let the light shine in the darkness. Let the light of the glorious gospel shine in their hearts this year. In Jesus' name. You said, let there be light, Lord, let there be light. Say it again in their hearts. Let there be light through Jesus. 
shine in our hearts the glorious gospel. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Amen. Well, I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. Chatty, I'm telling you, as we're still on, I felt a hand on my shoulder. I never have in ever taping. Huh? I know I was I was like thinking about maybe so Wow. Well, love you and I'll see you tomorrow. Don't miss it. Bye bye.